Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. Hey guys, this is Adam, a.k.a. John Ollie. Thanks for tuning in. We really uh, appreciate all the great feedback we've had from everyone, and we're really having a great time producing this for you all. Please leave us a review on iTunes or Google, any of the podcasting platforms you use. All of those reviews really help bring us up in the charts, and it helps us spread this amazing game with all the other people out there. And ultimately, that's our goal. We want people to have fun with us. Speaking of having fun with us, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and our website, culturepodcast.com. On our website, there's a contact form. You can actually fill it out and it'll send us an email. You're welcome to email us personally at the called shot podcast at gmail.com as well. We'd love to hear some feedback from you and we always love interacting with you. And here's episode three. Uh, we'll go ahead and start to uh, my right this time. And we have... I am Valley. I play Kitnik. I am an unchained gnome rogue. I'm Davery. I play Adagoke. I'm a human brawler. And this is Adam. I play John, the swashbuckler half-elf. I'm Adam playing Fane, the half-elf bard. I'm Chad. I'm playing uh, <clears throat> Sebastian, the human sorcerer. I'm Wes. <laughs> I'm the game master for the Skull and Shackles campaign. The half-orc. Yeah. John. <laughs> game master. Yeah, the, unfortunately, guys, I have some bad news. Uh, the quartermaster jumped off the ship last week. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> nice Just stop. Go, Give it up. Okay, fine. She's still there. Um, so what did you guys do for fun this week? Did you guys see any good movies, any good shows? Let's start with uh, Valley again. I started watching Supernatural. Oh, no way. I am so far behind, but I really like it so far. I'm about seven seven episodes in, I guess. Oh, it's great. It's 600 have, to go. Yeah, yeah I was going to say you have like 12 seasons. I know. I, know. I just finished watching all of Once Upon a Time, and so I needed something else to watch. And that just sounded like the next best thing. So, Well, you have two huge fans of Supernatural right here between me and Davery, so you're good. Sweet. Oh, and me too. Yeah. Oh, so I'm really, I'm really yeah. liking it so far. So I was inspired because the San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive pop came out of the car and Dean. Oh, that's And cool. so I didn't get to get nice. it, I, but I saw it. I was like, you know what? I really need to watch that. How about you, Davey? Also getting into something a little too late. I'm finally playing Fallout 4. Good job. <laughs> yeah. uh, how about Adam? I finished up American Gods. Which I didn't realize that there were only going to be eight episodes. Yeah. And I finished it, and I was like... Episode nine! Here we yeah, go! Yeah, yeah. And I started looking for episode nine, and I was like, oh... Yep, just did the same thing. Eight episodes. I've got, to, I've got to watch show. that one. I didn't re- realize it was finished. I was waiting for more to come out to finish it's the season. It's not finished. It's not. It, they'll have They're, season two. Yeah, they've already... No, I mean this season. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't apparently, realize the season it's, was over. it's finished. It's oh. only eight episode seasons. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Which, I'll have to check that out. Get ready. What about you? Game of Thrones. Matt, Game of what Thrones. did you watch? Game of Thrones! What did you enjoy this week? Was Game it, of Thrones. Was it Game of Thrones? Uh, no, really, I was just doing a lot of reading. I would say spoilers, <laughs> but this is going to be like weeks upon weeks later after we uh, when this actually airs. Uh, what was your favorite part? Oh, Lord. Okay, we'll move on. The montage. Oh, yeah. The montage, the totally disgusting cutting the skin yes. chicken pot pie montage. Oh, <laughs> if, if, so that's not even a great spoiler. So that's perfect. I yeah. love that. Yeah. 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 Uh, anybody who's watched Game of Thrones knows exactly oh, what you're talking about. <laughs> Awful. Disgusting. Chad? Uh, I've not really consumed any media this week. I've actually spent most of the week in my workshop. So okay. mostly right. doing and less watching this week for once. That's actually just fine. So what did you make in your uh, blacksmith shop? I was working out a set of tongs made out of rebar as practice more than anything else. So you're making your own tools? Yep. Sounds like the first step of being a good blacksmith. <laughs> well, of being a blacksmith, good. Uh, that comes later. 
<laughs> so I have uh, actually started a new podcast that I'm enjoying a lot. It's an audio drama called We're Alive. It's like zombies, 30 minute episodes or less. And uh, they're a really great storyteller. So I'm taking a lot of inspiration from them. If you get a chance to check it out, uh, it's already done. They stopped. It looks like they stopped in October of 2016. So the whole storyline is finished. Highly recommend it. You guys ready to go ahead and dive into our jobs on day three? Let's rock. Let's do, it. Right. Let's do it. So you guys went to sleep the night before. You are now waking up on day three. Uh, you're making your way up. You heard the five bells, four, three. You probably all got up there about uh, two, maybe the last bell heard. And you're ready to get the day started. Who wants to start our day off? So I have a question before anyone starts. Oh, of course. I know. It's me again. Uh, so John is no longer addicted to alcohol as of the morning or as of the alcohol hour. Okay. You went a full 24 hours without drinking, correct? Sure. At this point. Uh, let's do your uh, addiction rolls. So I have to roll for addiction? Yes. Oh, my. So go ahead and give me a fortitude saving roll. Uh, 13. You are no longer addicted to it. Hey! Let's party. Here, have a party. Have a drink. <laughs> have a mug to celebrate. You've yeah. totally let Ambrose down. All right. So Time now, to switch to Grog. Who wants to start the day off? I have plans if y'all want to all start right, this Fane. way. It's all you. So after I, I, uh, I'm, in the, <laughs> I'm in the bilges yet again, Scourge just sent me down, but I... I I, pl- I rolled a 20, and I'm going to shirk. I wanted to start out going to talk to uh, Salamander. Uh, Sandara. 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 Okay. So you are down in the Bilges. You're pumping away. You're well, doing it was, a really it was before I went to the Bilges, though. I, I had, my okay. plan was to do some stuff and then go to the Bilges. Okay. Is that cool? Well, let's do it that way, then. Right. I'll let you tell the story. So really, I just want to go and find, immediately after getting our assignments, directly find Because I figure we're all on the, the, the ship. Top, whatever so you call you it, deck. Main kind deck, of picture the main deck. Everybody's up on the uh, the main deck there. Scourge and Plug are both handing out jobs, and he's like, Fane, go to the bilges. And then you're like, Sandara. Okay, go for it. Hey, Sandar. Hi. When you gave me those items, yes. how did you get those? I spoke to Grok about it, and I procured them for you. She just handed them over? I was convincing. Okay. All right. That's that's pretty much what I wanted to know. Oh, is, is that it? So oh. are, you, are you glad to have them back? Oh, well, they weren't mine, but yeah, they're very oh. glad to have gotten them. I'm going to go talk to Grok right now, though. I wanted to get some things. That's why I was asking. Uh, well, I mean, if you're going to talk to Grok, just make sure you're taking care of your job for the day because it's frowned upon to not do your duty, right? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Good idea. And she goes off to start uh, scouring the deck with a holy stone. I go see Grok. So you're making your way down to the quartermaster's store. Uh, the way is open the entire way. Well, uh, what's the big room in front of the storage? That is the galley, so it's going to be the kitchen. Is okay. there still somebody chained up there? Uh, downstairs, yes. Oh, behind yeah, you I there. wanted to... No, yeah. Well, that's too much shit to do in one time. Mm-hmm. Um, before I actually go to the galley to get to the quartermaster, I want to cast Detect Magic so they don't see me cast Detect Magic. In the galley? No, like All as right. I'm walking to the galley okay. from the stairs, I want to cast it to have it active mm-hmm. as I'm passing through to talk to Grok. you probably pick up at least a few items, yes. Before I get to Grok? You can see through the wooden walls, I would assume. So you can tell that there is a magical aura coming from the galley and as well as uh, Quartermaster's door. There's something in the galley? Possibly. I'm in the galley. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm passing through the galley. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, just give me a minute. Oh, okay. But as, you know, I'm, I'm going to pass through the galley. Is John, are you, I'm not sure. What were you, are you, are you in the galley today? What's the galley? That's where you work. The kitchen. The kitchen. Oh, He's cook. hunting turtles. Oh, yeah, no, I'm hunting turtles. <laughs> oh, you're up on it. Okay. I got to make that turtle rum soup, man. <laughs> <laughs> Or else. It's going to be, it's going to end up being more rum than turtle at some point, I'm sure. But. I think it's going to be more turtle than rum the way you drink. Well, not anymore. I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, for now. 
Now you got a bowl full of turtle and I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just handing out bowls of turtles in them. They're not even cooked. Yeah, they're just still moving around. Very confused. <laughs> you can pick up a magical item in the galley. And there's also going to be some in the Quartermaster store as well. What is glowing in the galley? When you get there, you see a hook hanging on the wall. It's a, a basically like a tr- treble hook. I don't know what that it's is. It's got three hooks coming off. Oh, like a fish down. hook, sort of. Yeah. But big, I'm assuming. Exactly. Like a grappling hook? Well, I make note of it, and I keep on going to see Grok. Okay. She opens it up. It's like one of those half doors, so she just opens it up and goes, What do you want? I'd like to get some of my equipment back. Mm, your equipment now belongs to Barnabas Harrigan, so no. I was told I could purchase it. Possibly. We could we could discuss that, yes. Okay. Could I take a look and see what all you have? I'm not sure if you've got my equipment or... Oh, I, I have everything, I'm sure. And she just starts listing off a list of things that she has in there. She's like, I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this, and just, I'm sure by about the 13th second, you start to zone out on what she is saying. Okay. What do you want? I, I'd like all my items. Uh, I've got a backpack. I'd like to see okay. if the backpack has all the equipment in it. I've got a whip. I've got a cloak. I've got some armor. Sure. I've got Yo, a few that, other... that backpack. Oh, no, I don't have any of that. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm just kidding. You are very funny. I'm just you are, kidding. You're All right, and he, she reaches behind her, and she goes through a few things. She pulls out your backpack with all of your stuff in it. How so much? she opens a chest. Sure. Okay. Is there more than just my stuff in that yes, one chest? Okay. Very stuff. good. Everybody's stuff very good, is, in that very good. is in that chest. Um, she pulls your bag out, and she, uh, she goes through, and she's like, kind of like at a police station in the cop procedurals that you can watch on TV and then she's just listing everything off as she pulls it out of the backpack for you to confirm that everything is actually there. Okay. And she gives you the number of how much it costs. I don't have that number in front of me, but you should know how much it is. Well, I would actually also like to get my companion's equipment back as well, if I could. You want everything back. Well, they're all busy. I'm the only one that got all my job done early. Okay, okay, okay. And I'd like to look at the rest of your items to see what else you had to sell. To sell. We, we could we could definitely uh, we could definitely discuss it. I'm gonna make my diplomacy check. Okay. I'm gonna use a hero point. Ooh. Which I'm gonna make a really stuff. damn good diplomacy okay. check. So you are doing a diplomacy check to what? To get my items and maybe even convince her to give her me some other items as well. But definitely our items, our the party's equipment. And without paying for them, or you look preferably. To get a, uh, if I, you know, we're on the same team, man. You know, like yeah. okay. Uh, and we haven't attacked. We we were attacked just the other day by some other crew. I mentioned that, and we we have no way to defend ourselves. Uh, anything else that you may have that may help us, we are the new crew. The captain would be very unhappy if any of us died. That was one of his primary things that he said when we first were aboard the ship. She just looks at you, and she's like, oh, I don't know you very well. I'm fine. I put my hand through the little <laughs> eye socket hole oh, on the door. It's a half door. So, oh, yeah, oh, I so see. So you can I see, see. you from the waist up okay. pretty easily. Um, and she just goes, grok, cutthroat grok. It's nice to meet you. And as I hand my hand out, I prestigitate and make a little, like, origami flower, like a lily. Ooh. And hand it to her. That's pretty. <laughs> Thanks. She's like, is that mine? That's yours. Thank you. So you want to try and influence her. It, unfortunately, it's not going to work that way. Okay. You're not going to be able to just do one roll and get your stuff back for That's free. Cool. It's going to be several rolls. Uh, but she, right now, is taking a bit of a shining to you. Like friendly shining. Uh, not quite that friendly. But you do get a plus two on your diplomacy roll to try and increase her attitude towards you. Okay. So let's go ahead and give me your total roll on that one. And then also, now, how does the hero point? The hero point, since I'm declaring it before the roll, gives me plus eight to the roll. I've got a diplomacy of nine, plus two, plus eight. So I've got plus 20 to this roll. No, plus right. 19 to the roll. 
I rolled a four, so that's what, da, 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 carry the 13, 25. You're not too bad. All right, I really appreciate the uh, the flower here. So, um, yeah, well, I've got some of your stuff. Great. Go ahead and now give me another diplomacy roll, because you're going to sit there and talk to her for a minute. Sure. Yeah. does, to explain also, because I'm still asking about hero points, because I'm not familiar with them. Okay. Do you, do you only get it for that one roll, or do you get that for this entire It's just a single roll. Single okay. roll. Yeah, if you declare it after the roll, it's only plus four, but if you use it before the roll... And this is the kind of role where getting higher can only be better. Okay. I want to use it beforehand to clear the, the hero point to get the plus eight. Okay. So the hero point is expended, though. That was yep. for just the first roll. Yes. Second roll with the, still the plus four, the two in the origami? Yes. Or, okay. So it's a total of plus 13. Rolled a nine, so it's 22. 22 total. All right. So I, uh, you know, as long as you don't tell anybody else, I can give you... And she hands you uh, some stuff. You get a, about 100 gold worth of items. Nice. So we can actually discuss what those items sure. are. But okay. she, she, how much is your backpack worth? The backpack's worth 50. Well, and everything in it, like all of your Um stuff. I think all my total equipment that they would have would be around 60 gold. Not okay. a whole lot of stuff. So you probably would get your entire backpack of items. Okay. But your whip and all that fun stuff. Is there anything else? She was going, I was wanting to see everything else. I was wanting okay. to open the chests so I could look at and see what is glowing in those chests. Oh, you loot-oriented PCs, you. That's all you ever think about, I bet. Arr. I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> We're going shopping, just not in the way you think. Oh, uh, my goodness. Uh, pirate shopping. Five-figure discount. So, Fane, you were trying to surreptitiously go through the items, and she goes, if you, uh, if, if you show me the money first, uh, we could definitely talk about doing some stuff. Pull out a small pouch, and sh- you know, I'll open it for her to see, okay. and I'll shake it. But How much is actually in there? About 190 gold worth of platinum. She goes, hmm, okay, well, uh, for that amount. And she turns around and opens up a uh, wooden locker, and she shows a uh, some like basic adventuring gear. Okay. She's like, you could uh, definitely look at, uh, you could look at this stuff. And then uh, she opens up another, uh, let's go down to the metal trunk. And she pulls that open. She's like, you can't afford any of this stuff. And you, it's just glowing for you at this point. Everything and in And she there? shuts it. And then uh, she looks. Can I make a quick perception check to see maybe yes. an item or two? Yes, give me a DC 10 okay. perception check. Uh, I rolled an 11, so it's something higher than 10. Sure. You see a couple of daggers and a short sword. And then the other one, she opens up, and she's, uh, you can see a light crossbow, a couple of cutlasses, and a bunch of daggers. Those are all glowing? No. None oh. of these are glowing. Okay. But, so just you know, regular It's just weapons. a chest full of stuff. Okay. And she goes, so uh, what are you interested in? Um, Looking for anything specific? Not really. Um, a really good dagger wouldn't be a bad idea. Hmm, I do have a, uh, I have a masterwork dagger here. And she opens up that chest from before with all the daggers in it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I got a masterwork dagger here. You interested in that? Sure. It's, uh, whatever the basic market price is for a masterwork dagger. Way more than I have. Right. Yeah, so I hand it back to her. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. Anything I'll keep else? it in mind, though. No. Do you have anything else? Has she, has she shown me everything? No. There are oh. three chests that she hasn't gone through. She's like, um, May that's, I look? About, that's probably all you can really afford. You'll have to come back tomorrow. I will do that. Thank you very much. You've been very helpful. And she slams the door. <laughs> Click. <laughs> and I'm going to proceed on down to the bilges. Mm-hmm. Is there somewhere I can hide? Like, what, what, yes. what's down the bilges? I, uh, I think actually, you described it. I don't remember. A, are you looking for a place to hide your stuff? Yeah. Uh, you actually have access to a footlocker on the main oh. where your hammocks are. Yeah. And I think I forgot to describe this in the last one. Uh, but there is a line of about 22 footlockers, 18 of which are used. Of those 18, how many have locks? All of them. That's what I thought. Can I go back just one second for Grok and get a non-masterwork dagger? Does uh, she have a non-masterwork dagger? So you're dagger? there, you're looking at the footlockers, and you go, should have gotten something. Yeah. Turn around and go back. Yeah. 
What do you need to do? I just want a regular. I don't want the master weapon. She'll sell it just to you. Just plain old dagger. So what? Two gold, something like that? Yes. Oh, we're going to do that later. Okay. Yep. I do get the dagger. Cool. All right. So but you I have a dagger. You have your whip. You have most of your gear. Right. If not all. Right. To about 100 gold pieces worth of items is what you've got. Anything else? And then I'll go bilging. Did you succeed at your job today? Yes, I rolled a 20. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm build, it's my third day. I'm a All professional right. builder now. <laughs> Finally getting good at this. Yeah, right? And I'm not in the way this time. So you don't that's have to true. do my that's job, what, That's where the 20 came from. <laughs> Probably. All right. Let's see. You know what, John? You spoke up uh, just a minute ago about exploring different areas. Why don't we do what your daily routine did you finally succeed at turtle hunting this time? I rolled a 20 at <laughs> turtle hunting, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Finally, you guys are going to get some turtle rolls. From roasted turtle. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did roll a 20 for my turtle hunting, which I've rolled turtle hunting three times now. So yeah. it's just destined. I'm just destined to turtle right. hunt. Uh, but, so I succeeded that. Uh, for my daily job action, I would like to actually, I, the way I'm thinking about it is, I would like to explore around the main deck. So that way I can figure out where the turtles are, and that's the reason I'm able to get them. Sure, no Does that problem. Make sense? Yeah, the main deck doesn't have a whole lot of interest. Okay. While you're uh, tooling around on it, you see other swabs like scrubbing the deck, and you see people working up in the rigging, and you get there's a bunch of uh, ropes around. I told you earlier about uh, the sweat box that's on the deck, and the two main grates that go down into uh, the main hold. Is that A three? A3 is the yes. main deck? A3 is the main deck. In, uh, in that case, I'm going to... Oh, there is, on either end, you see two sets of doors. Like, you have stairs that go down on the aft end. Okay. And then towards the floor are another two sets of doors. Both of those are locked. 4A and 4B? A4 and A5. You can't actually... The ones that are labeled A and B on there, they're, like, kind of in the corner... Those are accessed from inside, like A4 and A5. Oh, I see. I see. That makes. I thought those were stairs going up to A4. And uh, I think there's some pictures up on social media that you can find somewhere so you can actually know what numbers and letters we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put those up there for sure. Yeah. uh, A4 is, if you go up and kind of like look at it, Mm -hmm. somebody will stop by. Maybe, let's say Sandara stops by and goes, oh, honey, please don't go in there. That's the officer's quarters, and nobody of our stature is allowed in there. The officer's like uh, Pug and... and, um, Pug? Pug, yeah, you know, an officer. Plug? Plug. Plug. And she just looks at you and goes, oh, honey, (laughs) did you mean Master Plug or Mr. Plug? Mr. Plug? Mr. Plug. He looks like a pug. (laughs) I think that's why I got confused. And he hears his name and comes, he's up on the, like, the top, the deck up there on A1. He comes over and leans down and he goes, did you call me? No. It's a good thing. Get back to work. Yes, sir. You're the cook's mate, right? Yeah. Make sure Ambrose gives you a few lashings while you're in there. And oh. he turns around and starts yelling at somebody up in the rigging. Okay. And so Sandero's like, yeah, we should probably get back to work. Okay. Alright, so I'll head back in and yep. uh, I've caught my turtles. I'll cook the turtles. Uh, before you go too far though, A5 mm-hmm. over there, that's the captain's cabin. Okay. And it's uh, probably some ornately labeled doors that lead into that cabin. So A5 is captain's cabin, A4 officer's cabin. Correct. Which include um, Plug and the other officer. Scourge. Scourge. Uh, and a few other people. And a yes. few other that we haven't met yet. Yes. Okay, awesome. So you do a good job cooking your rum soaked turtles. We got it. You promised the entire crew something with rum last night, and you had better provide. I'll roll a uh, cooking check. Give me a cooking profession check. Uh, 21. 21. I think they'll be impressed, but we'll find out later tonight. Uh, Let's see. Chad, what have you got going on tonight? (laughs) 
Oddly enough, uh, Fane and Sebastian both had sort of the same <laughs> train of thought. Oh, uh, no. You had to go see your woman. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that tusky green temptress. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, are we going to have to role play some seduction? Because I don't you really I, want to. I, I don't mean, know if I feel comfortable with that. I, uh, I, I am so. a beautiful man, after all. We may have to uh, hide behind some roles on that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. I am You're okay with this. mighty cute and British. <laughs> <laughs> Could y'all just hide behind some curtains and do it? That'd be on, on, on air. Can we know. do shadow play? <laughs> it's totally effective on a podcast, well, right? Whatever you're finished. <laughs> that might be more disturbing, quite frankly. Okay, Chad. <clears throat> tell me what, how your day goes. Uh, Sebastian does not do exceptionally well in his role, but enough so that he can get his job done scrubbing the decks with the, the Holy Stone and mopping and whatnot. And... Uh, he buys himself a few minutes to slip off below deck. As he's heading down there, as he gets below deck, he unloosens the, the collar around his tunic just enough to show off the runes that are tattooed around his neck, and then will step into the uh, the galley and up to the quartermaster's door and knock. Yes. Crack, I was my favorite uh, favorite quartermaster. Careful. Sweet talk will get you everywhere. <laughs> Well, I certainly hope so. Uh, I do have a bit of a concern. Uh, when we were taken aboard the ship, of course, all of our items were taken, as, as of course, is yes. what I would expect to be normal. Uh, some of those items... How do I put this? Some of those items are Verizian artifacts, and they... Uh, frankly, Grok, they may be cursed. Cur- cursed? Uh, yes. Uh, no. I, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm afraid so. Oh. The Verizian people are very uh, magically inclined, and I, I, I am concerned that they may be uh, harmful to you. There's, an, there's another item I've heard. I believe you have a, uh, a musical instrument of some sort belonging to another member of the crew? Yes. Well, it doesn't belong to the member. Well, it belongs to Captain Barnabas Harrigan. Barnabas's fiddle. From what she has told me, I have the, the, the same concerns about that musical instrument. It seems to have... Uh, well, you know, she is ill-tempered. I believe Rosa is her name. Yes. She's threatened me several times, and she will not get it back. You may want to... Uh, for your safety, can I have the fiddle? I'm afraid that may be what is driving her, her rage against you. I believe it is a cursed item, and oh, I will roll no. all the bluff checks in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I will use my silver tongue ability prior to doing that. Okay. Which one do you want to roll for first? An item or two for you or Rosie's fiddle? Uh, I will start with my items. Okay. Uh, the roll is a 14, my bluff is at plus 8, and my silver tongue gives me a plus 5. So it would be a total of 27. This is for my gear. She goes, oh, oh, no, not cursed items. No, can't deal with cursed items. Don't like them, don't like them, don't like them. So, uh, and she just pulls the backpack out and goes, which one's cursed? Being in close proximity to the, uh, he'll open it up and he has a couple of decks of fortune tellers cards. Mm. Nice, ornate, wooden cards. These cards primarily, but being in in close proximity to them tends to draw spirits to the other item as well. And she just leans over and pushes the whole backpack (laughs) out of the door and goes, Get him away from me! Absolutely. I would not want them to trouble you. Again, I I am concerned about this fiddle. Uh, It it may be an issue, and I'll attempt to bluff her as well. Let's see, I'm still under the effect of the silver tongue because that lasts a certain number of minutes as opposed to a single roll. Uh, That's a 7 plus 13. That's a 20. She goes, There's no way this is cursed. I feel it. I could feel it. And she just holds up the uh, the fiddle in front of you and just goes, I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like this one's cursed. And she puts it back into one of the other. I will trust your judgment, of course. Well, I very much appreciate that. I will take these items and cleanse them so they shall not bother you any further. You're very nice, Sebastian. It makes everyone's world a little more pleasant in this place. 
Anything else you want to do while you're here talking to a Madame Grok? Uh, maybe a diplomacy role in all of that, just to make her yeah. a little more inclined to me. There's probably some banner back and forth. Go ahead and give me your uh, diplomacy roll. Uh, yeah, that's not tremendous. That's a 13. Great, she hates us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you don't uh, don't really adjust the role much yeah. at all. She doesn't hate you. <laughs> no, well, she, she, she likes your flower, and uh, and you seem to be a nice guy. You're taking care of some cursed items for her. That's great. And I will simply, Sebastian will simply give her a slight bow and go back to his work. Such a nice man. Click. And who is going to be next? Let's go with Davery. Adagoke's been assigned to the upper rigging work, so I'm up on the main deck. I can pass my check very easily, so I'm going to be able to shirk. So my plan is I'm going to try and influence another crew member. All right. They say that it typically needs to be somebody within my job group. Yeah. While I'm up there in the rigging, while we're wandering around, we're tying knots, we're throwing lines back and forth. When John and Sandara go up to the officer's quarters, I'm going to point at her and ask whoever it is that's up in the rigging with me. Tell me more about that one. Uh, Who is that? You're actually up in the rigging with a dwarf with a long black beard, a little peppery gray. And uh, he just looks at you and goes, "Uh, that's Sandara. And who is Sandara? How long has she been here? Uh, She's just been here for a few days. Not long at all. Don't know much about her? Uh, She seems nice enough. It's a mighty fine hat that she's wearing, too. She has a large tricorn plumed hat as well. Okay. So another hat that I have my eyeballs on. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'm going to make right. my generic diplomacy check to try and influence this person. Okay. So you were just talking with him as you work out through the day. All, All right. right. What's uh, their name? Yeah. It's Tam Narwhal. Tam Narwhal Tate. He's a dwarf. Hey, I got a 19. 19 total. Uh, again, he doesn't hate you, but you do not influence him positively. Okay. He, uh, in fact, while you're talking with him throughout the day, he seems to be ignoring you. And any time he can insult your work during the day, he does. And then when you are finished with a job at the end of the day and you're climbing down out, you notice that he's having a, uh, a, a jovial conversation with Master Scourge. They seem to be friends, if at least very good acquaintances. Okay. Is it a chummy sort of thing or is he trying to be a kiss ass? It's a chummy. Master Scourge actually kind of like calls calls him over and they kind of joke back and forth and they kind of look at you and kind of snicker a little bit like that guy sucks at rigging, but you did a fine job. <laughs> I know I'm good at this. What a dweeb. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like being in middle school. It's, terrible yeah, it's like, rigor. It's like, it's like two jocks making fun of the nerd in the corner, right? Yeah, except the nerd is like the high school football player that can kill both of them <laughs> like just by looking at them. <laughs> that, that goofy bastard does karate. <laughs> yeah, so, if anything, it's the other way around. It's like the two nerds oh, yeah. are making fun of the jock. <laughs> yes. Bingo. Okay. He can't do equations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> Anything else you want to do, Davey? No, nah, that was all. Kit. All right, so Kit is doing repairs today and uh, is doing them very well, apparently. Since I rolled well, I'm, I'm going to first look around and see who is in my area that I can talk to and influence. So who would I be near while I was repairing? You have a... Fair amount of people. Are you looking for someone who hates you or someone who kind of likes you? Someone I may have, someone I may have some, you know, common ground with that I could talk to. Okay. Someone know me, maybe. <laughs> so Are the you large hat she can steal? <laughs> okay. Someone who respects the value of a very fine hat. Uh, there is one person, Sandara. After she finishes talking to John, she begins uh, helping you. And she does have a very nice hat. 
Uh, the other person that you saw earlier, I'm assuming you're referring to the gnome with a large plumage of a hat. That's Conchabar, and he is up in the rigging near uh, Atagoke. But he's probably not wearing his hat up there. Oh, he always wears his hat. It's a bad place to wear it your hat. It is a terrible plan, but he will. he's never found without his hat. I respect him for that. He though. loves it. I, I respect him for that. Uh, I'll talk to Sandora, because okay. uh, she's the one that got my headscarf back. Yes, she did. She handed you your scarf. Yes. She just kind of sidles up over to you and says... Enjoying your scarf? Yes. Thank you so much for getting that back. But how in the world did you get it? Oh, I asked nicely. That's it. Well, Croc and I are kind of friends, in a way. But why would you ask for my headscarf? Well, it seemed like something that you could use. It's definitely something I could use. It's appreciated. But how would you know it's something I could use? Well, and she just kind of like baffles around a little bit. She's like, well, when you came onto the ship, I kind of saw. So I thought you might want to kind of keep, you know. Okay. Well, well, thank you. I really appreciate you know, that. It's, uh, it's just two women looking out for each other. So, so how long have you been here? Oh, I've only, uh, I've only been here for a few days. I'm just trying to uh, make my way as best as possible. So how did you get to be good friends with the quartermaster in a few days? Because I need this trick. Oh, uh, you should just talk to Grok. She's a really nice uh, half-orc woman. I also really uh, like your hat. Do you know where I could get one? Not off the uh, <laughs> top of my head. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, if we ever stop in another port, I'm sure you could find one with a nice large feather like this. That is a nice feather. Okay. Well, well thank you so much for that. And again, oh, I, I very much yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, should. Oh, Plug's looking at us. We better get back to work. All right. I'm going to go back to sewing some, some sails. And <laughs> I am, I am going to, at some point, I'm sure, do some, some woodworking repairs, which okay. I do exceptionally well. Oh. I did roll very highly on that because woodworking is one of my things. Oh, in that mm. case, you caught the eye of the carpenter person. There is a man named Habley Quarn. He's known as Stitchman. He ha- actually noticed. Habley? Yeah, Habley Quarn. Yeah, okay. he actually notices you and walks over and goes, hmm, it's not terrible. Not great, but not terrible. And then he just turns off and he goes back doing his uh, operation on the other end. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have my tools to work with, but thank you. <laughs> He just looks over his uh, shoulder and goes, next time you need tools for that, let me know. Thank you again. Who are you? Habley Quarn, oh. Stitchman, is what everybody calls me here. Uh, ship's doctor and sur- uh, surgeon as well as carpenter. Interesting combination. <laughs> well, if you can cut off, cut a end off of a piece of wood, you can cut off a leg. So I've got the job for both of them. That makes sense. All the same tools. All right. Well, I know where to get tools now. Uh, did I miss anybody for the end of the day? Oh. All right. Uh... In that case, I guess we move on to the bloody hour. With yes. like, on the way up from the bilges, I just want to glance and see if uh, John is in the kitchen. He probably is. Yeah, I'm probably cooking up the stew for uh, yeah. the nightly rations. So. But I'm assuming Ambrose is there with me. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to cast message. Uh, cantrip lets me send a message that can't be heard unless you roll a DC 25 or you're the recipient. And it's a short message, and it's to John. Hey, John, this is Fane. There's a hook on the wall, and I described what you told me about that was glowing right. magic. That's magical. You may want to uh, see about that. Uh, that may be something good to take care of during the nighttime ship action. Absolutely. You can talk to him about. All right. Uh, bloody hours. Few people are disciplined. Uh, Master Scourge is just enjoying his job even more. Uh, you all succeeded in your jobs today, correct? correct. So no, yes. none of you are actually disciplined yet. And then we move on to the rum ration. It's oh, my geez, favorite boy. night of the day. Everybody's favorite favorite night of the day. Yeah, I spent a week in New York <laughs> one night. <laughs> Tell me if you're drinking. 
then give me the stealth roll in order to dispose of it. Or a bluff, if you can give me a, you know, some good reason on how you can bluff people out of it, but it better be a good one. Or any other way that you want to take care of your rum. Can you explain the rum hour? Is everybody just up on the main deck, just a rowdy rowdy party, and everybody's there, right? Yes. Everybody. Officers. All uh, the officers? It's how you imagine pirates. Okay. Yeah, exactly. They're up on the main deck. They're passing out the rum. They're also getting their uh, dinner rations for the night as well. Singing sea shanties. So walking over to the edge of the boat and going, dumping it out. It's pretty obvious because there's like 40 people yes. up there. Well, okay. yeah, there's a solid 20-something right. I think I misunderstood right that. I thought everybody just kind of got their cup and just went wherever the hell they wanted. They do. Eventually, but, like, they may move down into the hole to do some gambling or some storytelling or whatever. You know, sometimes they play some games. Okay. But, yeah, basically, most of them are up on the main deck enjoying their rum, and then we go into nighttime ship actions because the day gotcha. is over. They're enjoying it uh, before they go to sleep to wake up the next day. Chad. Uh, Sebastian is not going to drink his rum because he doesn't want to end up as like John. Right. Uh, he is going to find the most <laughs> rum-soaked, addicted pirate he can mm-hmm. and ask them to hold his mug for a minute. He has something to take care of at the railing and then disappear. Then give me a... I know it's not... You're not really trying to be stealthy, but I want... But your stealth roll will determine whether or not somebody picked up what you were doing outside of this pirate. Uh, that would be a 15 for the stealth check. Good enough. Nobody really notices what you're doing. Now give me the bluff check to fool this pirate into it. Oh, Natural yeah. 20. <laughs> Natural 20. He's like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Um, let's see, who did you hand the rum to? Is there anybody specific that you're aiming for? Just not, not anybody in particular, just whoever seems to be enjoying the rum way more than is healthy. Okay, if it's Ambrose, Ambrose is perfect. But uh, anybody who I know is going to immediately down it as soon as my back is turned, that's sure. the person I'm looking for. You should just pick someone with an empty cup, have them hold it while you tie your shoe, and then take their empty cup. That would also <laughs> have been an excellent idea, but I don't think I have the sleight of hand to pull that off. I'm glad I'm next. <laughs> uh, <man. laughs> All right, tell you what. Let's say um, Conchavar Shortstone, the gnome with a fancy hat. He says, no problem, and he downs both of them. He's like, yeah, double the ration. That's right. All right, uh, how about Adagoke? Sure. Do it. Uh, Adagoke does not want to drink also because he's still feeling the effects from yesterday. So good. All right, so how are you getting rid of your rum? I am going to try and find Kitnik, Mm -hmm. and and I'm going to try and turn so that I am blocking everybody else from her and say, Kitnik, I need your help. I need to get rid of this glass. Drink it. Okay. <laughs> she's small. She's sneaky. So I have a question. Knowing what I know about what I just rolled for my stealth check, could I just tell him to dump it in my cup first? <laughs> oh, I hate the pre-knowledge. <laughs> um, he's still going to have to do a roll in order okay. to get rid of it. If you succeed, actually, either way, you're going to dump the rum into her cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me the stealth roll to see if anybody picks up what you're doing. Okay. Is there an aid another or anything? Because I am specifically very bad at this. This is why <laughs> right. I'm trying to get help. That's there. I see what you're trying to do. Go ahead and do the plus two, because okay. I see what she rolled. The light, the her dice is blinking at me, so I know she rolled a 20. At this point, we all know we're not trying to drink it. Yeah, basically. And we like, all know what's going on. Yeah. Can I try to do a performance to distract the pirate, the, the rest of the crew? Is that like an assistance? Like an aid? Yeah, I'm already, already giving them the plus okay. two all from right. hers. All right. That gives me a total of 15. Good. That's fine. Just gotta beat a 15 for nobody to really pick up what you're doing. Alright. Perfect. Kit. Yes. You get rid of it quite easily because you rolled a natural 20. Oh, yeah. You just go, whoop, and it's overboard. It, yeah, I mean, it just, it's gone. Nobody knows what happens to it. It looks like you drank it. Yeah, I mean, it's just, the, the entire crew is convinced. 
that you were soused at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kid Nick had this giant-sized mug, and somehow Just, it's, you know, empty, it's empty, and the plant beside her is dead. <laughs> it's like a All right. llama. <laughs> All right, John. You just got over your addiction. Are you going to chug it tonight now? No. No. Aww. It's calling to you, John. Yeah. So I'm actually walking around. I don't even have my rum on me. I'm walking around handing everybody rum roasted turtle soup. Ooh. And so if anyone asks, I just say, oh, try the soup and let me know what you think. So you're trying to bluff and not take the rum ration? I don't even have it on me. I've already put it down. I'm not saying I've gotten rid of it because I used last night's for today's dinner. So more than likely, I'll probably use tonight's for tomorrow's if everyone likes it, which I was able to make it. I'm assuming that they love it. Then give me that bluff roll. And you know what? Everybody <laughs> did enjoy the meal tonight. So if you want to just say, oh, yeah, then I'll use the stuff tonight for tomorrow. And you rolled an 18? Rolled an 18? Rolled an 18. And what is your total? I don't have bluff, so. Get your charisma bonus. You know I guess you get my charisma bonus. Yep. Uh, 21. Ah. <laughs> yeah. They are excited about what you're going to present them tomorrow. Okay. Good uh, luck, buddy. <laughs> rum roasted rats. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Uh, is anybody else? I'm, I don't want to drink. Is there a secluded area on the, the bridge? Bridge? No. This Deck. Not Deck. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. Not really secluded, but what I want to do is I, have, I can cast darkness. But, I, I mean, if you just cast darkness in the middle of a fucking room full of, full of people, mm-hmm. it's going to be like, oh, weird, it's really dark now. Yeah. Why that? So I'd like to go somewhere out of the way okay. on the edge of the ship, cast darkness, and just toss it. Did bluff. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, actually, you can give me either a bluff or a stealth for what you're trying to do, whichever one is your better Bluff. skill. Bluff. Beat a 15. You can do it. I have faith in you. Have and if you don't, it's going to get real interesting real quick. 12. Total? 12. All right. So you make your way over to the corner somewhere. Let's just make it interesting. Okay. Jaundiced Jape notices you trying to uh, trying to kind of sneak off, and he just sidles up next to you, doesn't say a word, just stands right next to you. I wouldn't cast darkness if he's standing right Right, there. of okay, course. Cool. I yeah, just yeah, wanna, yeah. This right, is just cool, you cool, trying cool. to find a the secluded bluff. corner. I understood. Do I see him walk off? Probably. Yeah. Didn't you threaten that John? group yesterday? I know. No. I'd go okay threatened uh, Fips. Flippy Phipps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phipps and Twix. <laughs> Phipps and Twix. Oh, my God. All right. Sorry. Um, so, yes, John, you would notice. Is there something you want to intercede here? Because yeah. you're passing out stew still. Absolutely. So I'm going to walk out to uh, Thane here. Thane. Fane, sorry. Yeah, I just met you. So I'm going to walk up to Fane and Jaundice, hand Jaundice his soup, and take Fane's rum and say, hey, I'm going to need this for tomorrow night's soup. Thanks, man. And walk on off. You guys are sneaky. (laughs) Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Oh, yeah. um, I wanted to. I like to. Yeah. (laughs) And my oratory kicking in. (laughs) Jaundice. Yeah, silver tongues you are. Yeah, I'm going to look at Jaundice and just let him know that I gave him the extra powerful soup. So you're telling John, what, what are the words you say to Jaundice? The extra powerful soup. Like, it's got more rum in it, more than likely. It's the bottom of the barrel. I'm guessing the rum's probably settled. I'm going to need you to uh, give me a bluff roll, Mr. Okay. John, right. in order to assist. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Total? Total. All right. Uh, Jaundice just stares at you. He looks at you, Fane. And he just turns around and walks away, and you see him make like a beeline directly towards Master Scourge. Sebastian, Adagoke, Kit, you all three pick up on what's happening over there. Is anybody want to try to see? <laughs> Come um, here. He's a bully. Well, best say, since I'm right here with Adagoke, and I've just relieved us both of our rum, I'm mm-hmm. going to just look at him and be like, didn't, didn't you have a conversation with, uh, with him and his buddies? 
I spoke to Phipps. I haven't spoken to Jake yet. Maybe you should. Right. Quickly. <laughs> okay. Uh, can, can I intercept Jake? I will give you the opportunity, yes. Okay. He is uh, walking towards Master Scourge right now. Okay. I'm going to step in between uh, Jape and Scourge, just look him in the eye and say, do not do it, and okay. make an intimidate check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me an intimidate. And he is going to be tough. All right. It's against... T- yeah. Oh! <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> it's a good thing you uh, don't have automatic failures on uh, uh, skill checks, right? That so what's your is, total? Uh, six. A total of six? total of six. He actually is going to reach out and try and push you out of the way. Okay. And make his way up to uh, Master Scourge. Has Has anyone on the ship said anything about the, the rules of pirates fighting amongst themselves? At the beginning, Captain Barnabas Harrigan just gave the don't kill anybody rule. Don't kill anybody? Yeah. Okay. Sebastian, noticing this, is actually going to step up and say, in his his best uh, announcer voice, Jape has challenged Adagoke to a brawl. Put your Place your gold now. And I say, <laughs> I accept. <laughs> Form around. And Jape, if he could speak right now, but his jaw has dropped like, what? what, I, what? And, and I'm going to hurt I everyone Okay, that's the Hulk Hogan shirt rip. Let's do this <laughs> on the deck. Yeah, Sebastian is going to round everyone up into into the fighting circle so he can't get out. Sure, sure. And uh, Fane wants to take bets. <laughs> yeah, I was going to place your bets now. All right. Um, so Master Scourge and Jaundice Jape, they make eye contact. Master Scourge just kind of shrugs and nods his head, and Jape goes, We'll duke this out then. No problem. He says that? No, he does not. <laughs> but his uh, body language does. His body right, cool. language says, no problem. Does he have we- someone hold his soup? Uh, no, he downs it real fast. Oh, good. So his, uh, his con's down. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Can I get a free move action before uh, combat starts? Uh, give me a bluff. Or some sort of surreptitious role in order to get a cheap shot in, basically? No, I'm not doing a cheap shot. I'm okay. just trying to activate my martial flexibility before we start. Oh, uh, what type of action does it take to do it? Is it move? It's a move action. It's a move action? Yeah, you can have a free move action. Okay, great. Three to one on the champion, Magui. <laughs> Yeah. Mwangi? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Mag- very offensive. Magui. Magui. <laughs> He's only fuzzy if you drank too much. <laughs> All right, um, so Fane, remind me, tomorrow night in the bloody hour, you will be disciplined for for this, because after the fight and all this fun stuff takes over, you will be disciplined for not drinking your rum. Oh, Sorry. That's okay. But it's a great intercession <laughs> and a great try by your no, friends that's to fine. try no, your seat. Yeah, that was a team effort but of Phil. <laughs> just, just before I forget, uh, yep. all right. don't let me don't let me forget tomorrow that or the next day that the fourth we, night. we got to take care fourth of this. Night. Yeah, fourth okay. night. Gotcha. Yeah. I look so at scored. it this way. If the GM forgets, Master Plug and Mr. Scourge forgot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I am a forgetful person. They are not. <laughs> Uh, so let's roll initiative, and the crowd is—they're ecstatic about having a fisticuffs for the evening's entertainment. This is going to be really great. Anybody taking me up on the bets? Three to one for the three Adigoke? to one, and they. So you were saying Adigoke will win? Yes. And if they, if if Jaundice re- Jape wins, they win three times their money back. Three times their money. There will be a couple of people. Just okay. ke- go ahead and keep track of this. Sure. They will uh, each bet ten gold apiece. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you have to have a third party. So Master Scourge goes. I'll be the third party to actually hold the money because none of them trust you. You've only been on the boat for two days. I don't trust him. 
Uh, you shouldn't. <laughs> so I say very loudly, okay, here's the 30 gold. And you hand it to... Scourge. Scourge? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to say Mahim is a rigger. He's going to bet. Mahim? Yep. Uh, Barefoot Sam's Toppin. He is going to bet. And Conchabar, the gnome, will bet. He thinks Jaundice Jape will win. Oh, and uh, Aretta will bet. So now you've got 40 gold. She'll step in and bet. Uh, Chad? Uh, Sebastian's actually going to wander around and basically work the crowd. Sure. Uh, fish your eyes on the Mwangi Mahler as he takes on the Jaundice Jape. <laughs> and essentially, he is going to try and focus everyone's attention on them so that if... Kitnick or John or Fane or anyone else wants to slip off and do anything, now is the time. Probably not Fane. He's uh, got some eyes on him because of the money, but essentially just providing a distraction for everyone else if, you know, hats disappear or hooks (laughs) hanging on the wall or, you know, that sort of thing. The only problem with hats disappearing is they're gonna know, unfortunately, it's a hat. (laughs) Yes, but I still wouldn't put it past you. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Adagoke is going to shout, who else wants to lose money by betting against Adagoke Casca? I'm going to make a perform check. Okay. Next time that gnome wants to make a bet, uh, tell him to bet his hat. You got it. I got a 17 <laughs> on my perform. Fantastic. So that will encourage Fip to bet against you. He bets 20 gold. And who was the uh, the third person that attacked you guys? Do you remember? Was it Badger? It was Sly. Sly. Slippery Sly. Slippery Sly will also bet 10 gold. You're talking about Phipps, Chandler? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's that whole group that decided to yeah. come down the stairs. Yeah. The one that's still peeing blood because of Adagoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It, so can I start singing Eye of the Tiger and do a little bit of uh, <laughs> inspiration? Yes, absolutely. All right. Yeah. You can only sing it for 15 seconds, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all this man's going to need. I just right. sing it over and over again. I have the tiger. I have the tiger. Mr. Adagoke, what did right. you roll for your initiative? I got a 16. And you will go first. So they make the ring around. Sebastian's working the crowd. Fane's doing some singing, so you get some inspired courage. Kit, so, what are you doing while this fight's going on? Sorry. Sorry. Well, Everybody in front of me is really tall, so I'm kind of like trying to find something to climb up on okay. to see what's going on. Yeah, you could either stand in the rigging, like on the side of the boat. Where or are the other find people nice, standing? Uh, Contrabar is up on the rigging, for sure. He's watching from top down. I want to go up there and hang out with him. All right, give me a climb check. Uh, John? <laughs> You're good. She rolled a natural 20. I'm like a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to finish handing out all of the uh, soup that I made sure. for everybody, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be picking up like dirty bowls and stuff and okay. taking them into the galley okay. as the fight starts to happen. So you will be in the galley during the fight? Yes. Like right. I probably won't witness the fight at all. In that case, we'll take care of your actions when all of this Absolutely. is done. Kit, you're just enjoying the fight. Fane, you're working the crowd. Sebastian, you're working the crowd. Attic, okay, you're actually fighting. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be buddying up with this other gnome. Absolutely. Good. Will that be your ship action for the night? It's going to be my ship action a little it. bit, yep. All right, Attic, okay. You rolled first. What is your... We're going to start off. I'm just going to... Opening salvo. I'm going to power attack. I'm going to punch him. What was your move action thing? What did you do? I, 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 I missed I, it. Um, I activated my martial flexibility. Mm-hmm. I'm using the feat Desperate Battler. If you are the only person fighting... You get a plus one to hit, plus one to damage. Sweet. You're going first. Are you doing non-lethal or lethal damage? Non-lethal. Roll your attack. That's a 20. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let me check his AC. (laughs) (laughs) Bleed, you bastard. You hit. All right. Ah, That's nine points of damage. Thrill of the fight. (laughs) 
Let okay. me just say, that would have put Sebastian <laughs> out in one punch, yeah, and he would yeah. be negative. So you did enough damage that he just staggers back. Yeah, what just... happens is we're, we're, I'm bouncing on my feet. Yeah. He comes in. I rear back with my right hand, and I just sucker punch him with the left. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately in the nose. And he has no idea what's going on. He staggers back hard into the crowd, and the four guys, or the three other people that he attacked with, are all right behind him. They t- uh, prop him up and push him back into the ring. Right. Are you doing anything for your move action? No. He is going to then try to punch you. What's your AC? 11. Yeah, so he connects. He does <laughs> whop it. Oh, wait. You get an attack of opportunity. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> he is not a trained brawler. Because he does not have improved on arm strike. Bingo. All right. Nine. <laughs> a nine against his AC? Yeah. Uh, that will actually won't connect. Uh, he dodges out of the way. You, he, like, steps in, jukes you a little bit. You try to take it. Uh, he hits and does two points of damage. No, three points of damage. Okay. Real damage, or? It's going to be non-lethal in this case, yeah. I don't think he can do uh, lethal. I think you're correct. So Okay, cool. Let's give him one more punch. Uh, yeah, you're going to give him a little love tap. That's right. <laughs> go I'll ahead. be like, he'll, he'll smack me with that, and I'll just look at him and go, not bad. I'm going to enjoy taking your friend's money. <laughs> and, and Sebastian is like, this is probably the end, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah, that's a 23. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll hit. Hold on, wait. Yeah, that'll hit. That is nine. 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 Non-lethal damage. Sebastian will collect the teeth that come out of Jake's <laughs> mouth. All right, so I just was reading up on non-lethal damage. You do seven points of real damage to him because once your non-lethal damage is equal to your total hit points, any damage after that is real damage. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so you do seven points of very real damage to Jonas Jape. You will put him in the hospital with okay. that punch. That is okay. brutal. But you didn't kill him. So, <laughs> so he, he does his swing, smacks. I say, not bad. And then I just, bam, hit him as hard as I can in the solar plexus. And he just coughs up a little bit of blood and just passes out from the pain right there on the floor. The three people that are part of that normal group just pick him up and immediately carry him down below deck towards... Uh, the guy that we met earlier, uh, Habley Quarn, okay. they're bringing him to the ship surgery. Sebastian will immediately hop into the ring and do the fight promoter thing, grab Adagoke's hand and just raise it up in yeah. the air while doing a prestidigitation to make it glow a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reigning champion, the Mwangi Mauler, Adagoke. And the whole crowd just like, just cheers like, ah! Adagoke, if you want to do any influence checks tonight, you get a plus two. Then I'm going to be doing some influence checks. Everybody on the boat. So you can only do one for the night, but yeah. All right. I'm going I'm to poke the other gnome in the ribs. And, yeah. That's my friend. Yeah, Kotchbur's like, whoa, you know that guy? <laughs> I and do. I, I yelled at That's the impressive. group taking off uh, John the Chips. Like, yeah, come back and get some more of that if you want, buddy. Yeah, more of that. And uh, I run. All look I run. Back at you I just take off running. They're like, we'll be back for you later. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I didn't know I became everyone's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, fame. Yes, yes. You look around for your money. Master Scourge. I go to Master Scourge for it. Nowhere to be found. Probably retreated to the captain's quarters about the second hit. I go knock on the door. Uh, I'll go with him. Sure. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, this will be fun. Okay. Knock, 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 knock. You don't hear anything from the other side. Is this an assumption this is where he went, or I know he went in there? Give me a perception check. Okay. Where are the pirates who bet the money? Well, half of them are down taking our friend to the surgeon. Right. Well, to be fair, yes, that's true. <laughs> the surgeon that only knows how to cut limbs off. <laughs> 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 Got punched in the solar plexus. Nice. Need and then, an arm then gone. The other one is up in the rigging with 12. me. 
So, Fane, you rolled a 12 on your perception yes. check? Oh, yeah. It was. He didn't even try to hide. He's just like, oh, guess that guy's going to lose. Turned around and walked into the captain. The Not the captain, but the uh, officer. officer quarters. He doesn't answer after knocking? No answer at the door. I knock again. And there's still no answer? I'll see him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what does Adagoke do? I'm going to follow Fane's lead. If Fane's okay. not looking to start anything, I'm not certainly not looking to start a fight with right. Master Scourge. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so you give up. Well, I'm going to get whipped anyway. I might right. as well give him a little tongue lashing as I'm getting whipped. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you'll see him tomorrow for sure. All right, John, while the fight was going on, what were you doing? Walking so, down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Walking yeah. to yeah. the stairs. So yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it was like 12 seconds. <laughs> right, right. So uh, I, I walked into uh, the galley, and I had gotten Th- Fane's message earlier about the hook on the wall. Uh, I'm assuming I know yes. exactly what he's talking about since I spent oh, yeah. a lot of my it, time in the galley. It's actually one of his prized treasures. One of Fane's prized treasures? No, um, Ambrose. Ambrose. Is yeah. Ambrose in the galley at this point, or do you think he's watching the fight? Oh, at this point, yeah, he would definitely enjoy the fight. Okay. And he is probably already back in his quarters downstairs. So you're by yourself in the galley. Uh, so in that case, what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to grab the hook off the wall. I'm assuming I can. Is it just hanging there? Is it yeah. like screwed to the wall? No, it's it's just hanging there. In fact, he's probably picked it up and swung it around a little bit and then puts it back on the wall. So you definitely know it's there. Okay, so what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to grab it and I'm actually going to scratch my arm with it. And I'm going to run down to Ambrose and say, hey, I tripped, scratched my arm on this. Is it poisonous? Like, is it going to kill me? And basically try and figure out what it is. Okay. Smart. Um <laughs> That's well, you're poisoned now. <laughs> you're slowly <laughs> dying. You're turning into a turtle. <laughs> Ambrose just looks at you and shakes his head and goes, you're going to die, son. Oh, no, I'm... no, I'm kidding. Uh, of course, you guys are really, really great at finding like the three things. That Unless I... you drink your rum, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> I briefly scan things and then uh, I bring them up and then you guys, of course, harp on those things. You gotta keep hearing your It's toes. a skill. It wouldn't be Pathfinder if we didn't ask you to do things you weren't prepared for. <laughs> you said it glowed. Yeah. That's like the bullseye for any PC. Right. Pretty and much. So Ambrose just looks at you and goes, How did you scratch yourself with that? Ambrose, let me tell you, I was carrying all of the dirty soup bowls and I backed up against the wall and tripped over my own feet because, you know, I'm a little clumsy. And when I did, I reached to grab something to stabilize and it just caught me right under, right, right under the oh. wrist. Well, you'll you'll be fine. It's not poisonous. It's not poisonous. Well, no. Why is it in the galley? Can you tell me? I mean, uh, it's a fish hook, right? That's my grappling hook. Grappling hook? Like you yes. shoot this out of a grappling gun and no. you climb things? Gun? What's a gun? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, he uh, he just cannon. goes. No, no, you uh, you can throw that thing, and that's that's a special grappling hook. Yeah, I brought it all the way down south with me, but if you throw it. You will hit whatever you're aiming at every time. And it's actually got 50 feet of silk rope attached okay. to it. So it is attached to the rope. It's yes. not just hanging there. Nope. Okay. It's, it's got rope, and it's a, definitely a grappling hook. And he's like, it's my pride and joy. How did you come across something like this, Ambrose? Oh, that's a story for another day. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll take it back to the galley for you and uh, hang it back up. You be careful with it. I've seen some some of these pirates eyeing it. If they ever take it from me, though, I'll kill them. I'll kill them with you, Ambrose. And I'd walk on back up to the galley. 
I'd be asking him why he didn't give you that to go turtle hunting. Wow. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> because, because you need to develop the skills on your own. <laughs> While I'm out there, can I throw it at some turtles? Catch tomorrow soon. <laughs> Sorry, the, the herds moved on. Uh, <laughs> is that the proper term for a group of turtles? Uh, it's I a school, have, I've heard of turtles. I have no idea. I is just imagine a, them stampeding. Yeah. <laughs> Very I've slowly. stampeding turtles. No. Is it a cowabunga of turtles? Oh. oh. Boo. Uh, I'm going to have to look and see if I can cut that out. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. I like that, David. That was fun. I'm thinking that's going to cover everybody's ship action for the night, if everybody's okay with that. Sure. Oh, well, I was going to try to influence, because you said I got the bonus. You did. So you, uh, after the fight's over, you can sidle up next to somebody, and they will, and you can talk to them about it. Okay. Yeah, all right, so everybody gets a uh, ship action for the night. We'll just go through it real quick. Attic, okay? Um, yeah, I need to try and influence somebody. I'm going to go for Conchabar. He was up in the rigging with me. We're, yep. we're semi-friends. and <laughs> That works out perfect, because I'm hanging out with him, too, and I want to talk to him as well, so that works out just fine. There you go. Great. Yeah, and uh, so I will just try to... Apologize to him for losing his money. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'll, I will just try and chat with him about uh, doing the work in the rigging and how uh, Narwhal Tate sucks and uh, ask if he knows anything about Sandara because uh, I'm still convinced that she's shady. Conchabar just kind of eyes you like, you know you just lost me some gold, right? But I have taught you a valuable lesson. Never bet against Adagoke. Still not happy about it, though. Can I get you a drink? I've already had one. Can I get you a second? Sure. I'll grab him a drink. Bring it over. <laughs> he goes, can you show me some of them fighting moves later? Absolutely. That we, maybe, uh, maybe you and I can work together someday at a go-okay. Give me your diplomacy roll. All right. With all your pluses that you've gained for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What'd you roll? That makes it a six. He rolled oh. a two. <laughs> and he just, he's like, thanks for the drink. And he, he'll turn around and try to walk away. And I'm sure there's another gnome in his way. Yes, dear? Hi. Hi. I really like your hat. And he just kind of, he stands up straight, kind of postures a little bit. He takes both ends of the hat and kind of works it around a little bit. Ploofs his feather and goes, do you like my hat, dear? That is a wonderful hat. I like my hat, too. Would you like to uh, come downstairs and I'll let you try it on? We'll talk about it. Because that's a pretty nice hat. Uh, so, so where are you from? Because I don't, I don't ever really see a lot of gnomes. He just kind of smiles at you and goes, I'm from wherever you want me to be from, baby. <laughs> All righty, then. <laughs> yeah. Conchabar is working it as hard as he I, can right now. I, I can see that. You know, That's as not, hard not, as he can. Not, not <laughs> <me>. <laughs> You're from Creepy Town. <laughs> okay, so what, is, what does he look like? Like, Is this like a sure. young, good-looking gnome, or is this like a... Yes. Oh. Is a, okay, he also well, has an eye patch. Thing. Oh, and an eye patch. Okay. He has a white silk shirt. All right. He also, at this point, has probably got his cane now that he's down out of the rigging that he kind of swings around. Has a very nice uh, head on it. Okay. But, and is, of course, foppish hat. He thinks he's uh, quite the stuff. All right. He's so, dressed like a pirate. Uh, he's yeah. dressed like a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, you just broke Valley. No. <laughs> My five-foot move and pimp lean. He's <laughs> with the hat with the feather and the cane. Oh, I can't unsee that. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, uh, I, I will. Uh, hmm. Hi. Uh, yeah. It's socially awkward in case you guys haven't figured this out yet, okay? <laughs> uh, Conchabar makes you feel at home. Let's see how comfortable, quite comfortable, in fact. Uh, he says all the right things in all the right spots. So so we're, we're going to become friends then, I think. He kind of smiles at you and says, Are you sure I can't take you down? Take you downstairs? Now, how, about, 
how about we go for a nice stroll on the upper deck right now? Very good. And he starts describing the stars and the constellations up there and is just, uh, he's, again, working it as much as he can. And at any time that you break off the conversation, we'll go from there. But So how far north have you been, if you've been from anywhere? Oh, I've been up uh, to Riddleport. I've uh, been around to the River Kingdoms and seen a little bit of the War Wound, but didn't get too close. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. Sebastian's going to keep an eye out and see if he gets the high sign from Kit that he, she needs rescuing. Because this is getting awkward. Uh, yeah, Conchabar is actually going to reach his arm out and try to put it around your shoulder and kind of draw you in nice and close. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Kit's going to try and figure out how to send a text message. <laughs> Get me out yeah. of here. Yeah, Kit's, Kit's really conflicted right now because she's really not had a whole lot of social interaction, so her social skills aren't really on par, but at okay. the same time, she's she's really not sure if she's supposed to be uncomfortable because she's, it's, you know, I mean, it's a good-looking gnome pirate. Oh, I yeah. mean, she's with a cool hat. I mean, she's really conflicted here. She's not really sure how she feels. Conchabar <laughs> <laughs> well, likes you quite a bit. I'm going to kind of eyeball one of the other guys nearby and maybe see if they can uh, rescue me for the evening, just because I'm, I'm not real sure that I've, I want to go delving downstairs on the Sebastian, first time I meet this guy. you get the sign. Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian. <laughs> Blinking quickly. She's S-O-F. frantically waving behind his back. <laughs> Sebastian uh, quickly walks over and... Uh, ah, Kitnik, there you are. Uh... Uh, Harbly, the uh, the surgeon, he uh, he was requesting your presence. Uh, oh, something about some repairs that he, that he found below deck that needed to be done. Uh, the, the he, he asked guy. me to, yeah, oh, yes, yeah. Uh, uh, Stitchman, what the, whatever the hell they call him. Uh, come, he asked me to fetch you. Oh, oh, Sebastian, um, don't worry about it. I've got it all under control here. You can come back later. No, no, my friend, I don't think I can. I'll meet up with you later. All right. Well, tell you what, why don't we uh, try and work together tomorrow? He's a rigger, though. You're a swab. Right. We can we can maybe work something out. Very good. I'll, I'll look for you tomorrow. We'll see you in the... Uh, oh, I'll look me, for the big plumy hat. Give me your diplomacy roll. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> <laughs> and plus two. <laughs> and add a two. Plus a three. Fourteen. Plus two. Plus two. <laughs> Not enough to influence him in the positive direction, but... It's all right. He, he seems is, pretty positive already. Yeah. So. <laughs> he seems to be okay with you. And right. Sebastian will sort of... Shuffle her downstairs and make sure he doesn't follow. Thank you. <laughs> Next time we just put him to sleep and throw him overboard. Uh, he may right, be of so use. Okay, keep it's... the hat. <laughs> okay. John, have we done your night action yet? Going to bed. That's a good choice. Sebastian? Uh, following this and making sure Kitnick gets where she needs <laughs> yeah. to go safely, uh, Sebastian will actually retire as well, I think. Fane? I was going to do... Hell, I forgot what's called. Influence. Sure, so which NPC are you trying to talk to? The the guy that's chained up in the lower deck. Oh, you're going to go downstairs. Well, I'm just really, really curious about him. Sure. You go downstairs into yeah. the main hold, and you see him basically leaned up or even curled up on the floor, chained to the main mast. Is he asleep? He is out cold. Uh, not going to mess with him, then. I feel like if I wake him up, unexpectedly, he will eat me. <laughs> <laughs> Then I've done a good job. That is probably not an unreasonable fear. I really like to imagine that they just have Flea trapped in the basement. 
Yeah, I imagine him as Mongo from Blazing yeah. Saddles. That's that's yeah. what I imagine whenever I. Mongo. I imagine him yeah. as Junior from Of Mice and Men. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See, it's kind of a combination between Junior and Mongo. We'll find out probably at some point during this uh, adventure. So, Fane, seeing that he's asleep, who else would you like to talk to? Let's go back to Rosie. I feel okay. like we left on kind of a Rosie. Aw- awkward, maybe not bad. Yeah, should have been uh, better. So she is actually, you find her at the quartermaster's, let's see, not actually talking to Grok. She's just kind of staring at the door. Grok left the door open again. I wish I could get my fiddle back. She's just staring at the door. I don't know if it's a great idea for you to be pondering that idea. It's not, but with me hand axe, wouldn't take long. Then what happens afterwards? That's the only thing that's keeping me back here, Fane. I pulled the door shut. Hmm. That's unfortunate. It's better better than the consequence. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. And she turns around and starts uh, heading back upstairs. Are you coming, Fane? Sure. You go upstairs. You talk for a little while. Anything else you want to try and discuss nah, with her? I'll just give me your role. Just chit chat with her a little bit. Ask her if she enjoyed the fight. Who'd she bet on? Oh, oh nope. she bet on Attic. Okay. Yeah, good, smart. <laughs> roll the five. That's uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Nah. Unfortunately. She is appreciative of um, of you keeping her out of trouble. She'll exactly. remember that. Anybody else that we're missing for the night? Anybody want to do a second ship action? Obviously, the ones who go to sleep cannot, but... Bedtime. Everybody goes to sleep. You wake up in the morning. It's another day. Master Score just hand, handing out the jobs for the day. He looks at Jake, Jack Scrimshaw, and says, Jack, you're working the bilges today. Kit, you're doing this. Fane, you're doing that. Yes. When we walk out and we're lining up and I see Master Scourge... I will loudly say, Master Scourge, I am so glad to see you. I appreciate you taking such good care of my money from last night. I am sorry we did not get to see each other. I appreciate, again, how much you look out for this crew. May I have my money now? Wes, to Davery, feel sorry for this. (laughs) So I'm apologizing ahead of time. No, no, that's fine. But Master Scourge looks at you and says, for that insubordination, you will get two lashes during bloody hour. And he just stares at you with daggers. You're stealing our money, says Fane. And Fane speaks up. And Fane, you too get two lashes this evening on top of the three from not drinking your rum last night. Double it, you coward thief. And he does. So you get a total of seven tonight. going to die the- tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I say, where's the captain during all of this? Uh, surely he can't think this is right, even as a, as a pirate. Sure. Uh, Captain Barnabas Harrigan is standing on top of the poop deck. He is the one actually piloting the ship at this point. Is he aware of this exchange? He probably barely acknowledges it. He's keeping his eye on the horizon. Master Scourge says, I know you bet money, but it's mine now. Like I said, you're a thief and a coward. (laughs) Coward is a rather strong word there. Are you sure that's the word you want to use? Just kill me. (laughs) Fane, perhaps it is best to I see what he's doing here though (laughs) (laughs) Alright kid, what is he doing here? Because I'm lost I know what he's going for Well, what was the thing that the captain said Shouldn't happen the very first Uh, day Thank you very much (laughs) Uh, Please, please, just kill me Master Scourge again Stares daggers at you as well And he goes if the captain approves it, we just might keelhaul you tonight. I'll have to talk to him. And he begins assigning jobs. It's like he doesn't even acknowledge your two presence at this time. All right. 
Everybody got their jobs for the day? <laughs> yes. Indeed. You guys don't hate me. I'm sorry. I'm just the GM. <laughs> no. <laughs> John, we haven't started with you yet, have we? Why don't you go first tonight? Okay. Uh, so this is a question for you. I rolled a, a one, which is cooking with Ambrose. Okay. I have to ask you if he's sober or not. Ooh, roll a 50%. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll it. I'll okay. roll it. I'll roll it. Because I've got my dice here. He is stone cold drunk. Okay, so in that case, I actually just have to roll a profession cook, DC 10. Yes. So that way he doesn't screw up the food, I'm assuming. So you don't screw up the food, because he is drunk, so he is not even in the galley right now. Oh, So okay. you are cooking the entire meal by yourself tonight. That makes sense. Oh, I rolled an 18, and I have a really high professional yeah. cook. Okay, yeah. Cool. So I you, succeed. So you are cooking the meal for tonight, and since you told everybody that you were doing rum again, that, uh, let's see, what type of rum-soaked fish this evening? Sure. All right. Uh, what are you doing for your ship action? Uh, for my ship action, I'm going to try and find Ambrose. I mean, if he's drunk. Oh, he's he's out cold in his uh, downstairs. Okay. In that case, I'm just going to try and take care of him. Make sure that he's okay. somewhat comfortable. Just roll me a heel check. Can you roll a heel check if you don't have heel? I don't remember if that is untrained or not. Does anybody have the sheet on them to be able to tell? Uh, it's on my heel? Uh, you yeah. can, I believe. I think so, too. It's just a wisdom check, then. Yeah, it's just straight wisdom. Anyone can use a Band-Aid. Right. 16. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do You do good. You do a very good job of taking care of Ambrose, and every time he goes to retch his guts up, you lean him on his side and let him do it. Not choke on it, basically. I like to imagine that I've got his little fish hook thing, and I'm like, right. the grappling hook, and I'm throwing it to the bucket, pulling it over for him. <laughs> <laughs> Just testing to see if it really does hit every oh, time. Every time. It's amazing how it works. At a go, okay. Remember, that's on record now. <laughs> when I decide to use it later, every time. things, every it hits every time. time. You're going to record that and keep a clip of it with you at all times. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, At a go, okay. Got upper, upper rigging work. Made my check, no problem. I'm going to again try to influence somebody. Not Narwhal, not Conchabar. Forget those guys. Right. So you want somebody else that does rigging. Right. There are just a few more uh, choices. You've got Ratline, Mahim, or Barefoot Sam's Toppins. Who's Mahim? Mahim is a, uh, I believe he actually might be a little bit Mwangi. He is a well-tanned human male. Uh, He has uh, a long robe, but he's torn the sleeves off. Mm-hmm. And he's actually got a knife that hangs from his belt. Uh, he's not Mawagi. Uh, he's Rahadumi. Okay. Uh, and who's Ratline? Ratline is... Gnome. Hey. It's a halfling. <laughs> so basically. Stereotype. Right? <laughs> he's got a long pointy nose and a receding chin. Uh, he actually reminds you of a rat when you look at his face. Well, I haven't had the greatest luck with the short guy, so I'm going to go to Mahim and try and okay. just try and chat with him. And just so rope. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's rope. And you uh, discuss the finer points of rope and whether or not to use hemp, Manila, or uh, some other form. And uh, sailor, he, granny, <laughs> what's your favorite knot? <laughs> he, he mentions a few things about Shavika and how their things are going. You get into a little bit of personal life. Uh, doesn't really let you know much other than the fact that the two of them seem to be getting along. Okay. All right, give me your diplomacy roll. It's going to be really tough. Well, then it's not going to happen. Yeah, sorry. Seven. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Kitnick. Uh, I am a runner today, so I am taking messages amongst people, uh, you know, just wherever they need messages sent for what direction we're going or what needs to be done or... Yep. 
things of that nature. Yep. Anytime that they uh, that somebody from the that's still hiding in the officer quarters need to talk to Barnabas Barnabas Harrigan actually piloting the wheel. You're the person that does it. I also find out that Conchabar wants to tell a lot of people a lot of stuff. He does. Yeah. He, in fact, most of it probably concerns you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, he Lots looks, of messages. <laughs> that's really hilarious to even think about. He's like, hey, darling, would you uh, mind taking this note up to Barnabas for me? And he's like, and you can read it if you want. <laughs> and so you do, and it's like, uh, Kit is hot. And you're like, <laughs> put it back in your pocket. And it just gets more and more awkward the longer the day goes on, the okay. hotter. And Yeah, that's what I do. So what's your ship action for the day? Um, my ship action for the day... Uh... I think I'm just going to work diligently because that way I can run back and forth because I'm meeting people as I'm running. So the more diligently I'm doing my job, the more people I'm going to interact with. Okay. Kind of get an idea of who's on the ship that I haven't met. Okay. I think you guys just about met everybody at this point. We're getting pretty close anyway. Yeah, I think we're missing some officers. Yeah, some officers, but you probably don't uh, know. Oh, you meet a new one, though. Let's bring out Peppery Longfarthing. <laughs> Obviously a gnome, right? May actually be a half Anyway, it's the she is the sailing master. She's also an old, old friend of Barnabas, one of the few original officers. Peppery's an officer? Yes. Uh, she. You basically only see her at the door to the officer quarters, and then it's shut, and she immediately goes back to whatever she was working on. So she's probably doing navigation and stuff like that. She's probably dealing with the maps. and Maybe. Things of that nature. Or she's taking naps all day. We don't know. Right. She all just right. hides behind the door. Um, that leaves Sebastian. Uh, <clears throat> Sebastian is... <laughs> a physical being that he is, is hauling rope and doing not work uh, all day. Is Other enough, he's K-N-O-T or N-O-T? <laughs> not work. <laughs> there will also be not, not work in the not work. Uh, actually, he does surprisingly well at it as he is... Uh, Hauling a coil of rope down to the lower decks, he's actually going to see if the uh, uh, the large man that was chained to the mast is okay. still there. I assume he is. Yes, he is. Is he awake at this point? He is or? awake, and he kind of snarls at you a little bit. As long as you stay on the stairs side and don't try to cross past him to the stairs that are behind him, he's cool with you. Uh, I'm actually... Sebastian's going to try and interact with him a little bit. Okay. Um, and he just goes... <laughs> They don't, uh, they don't treat you down here very very well down here, do they, my friend? He realizes that you're actually talking to him, and he stands up straight, throws his shoulders back, and crows like a rooster, and flaps his arms. Uh, that uh, that is not necessary. They don't they they treat you like an animal, don't they? And he just uh, uh, he's, he's kind of like strutting around and makes some other odd noises. <laughs> you're you're not entirely there, are you, my friend? Uh, uh, I do feel somewhat sorry for you. Um, is he still covered in tar and feathers not, and stuff? I know you. Or well, you mentioned like yeah, tar or something, uh, and bits of feather were stuck to him. Correct. There, you see a little bit of tar, a little bit of feathers. It's not completely covered. You could probably surmise that it happened a long time ago, but he has never been completely cleaned off. Uh, Sebastian is actually going to use prestidigitation, clean all the the tar and the the gunk off of him, as okay. far as that goes. Eh, is is a small thing, but eh, I, I, I'd feel sorry for you if, as simple as you seem to be, you, no man should be treated like this. He just kind of stares at you. He, like, feels where the tar used to be, and he's like, hmm? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and then he gives you his mightiest crow then he and he's he's like and he's kind of like tries to like halfway bow at you and kind of nods his head sebastian will return the gesture as best he is able and uh, and then go on about his business uh, i don't know if that calls it a, for a diplomacy check or um how you want to handle that yes give me a diplomacy check and then, how did you do on your job today? Did you do all right? Uh, yeah, I had to do a DC a ten. I had got an eighteen. I'm <laughs> somehow I'm surprisingly good at hauling rope. You figure that out with a ten strength. I don't. Uh, that would be a nineteen on the diplomacy check. Okay. Fane. Yes. What do you do for well, your day? Master Scourge told me to go downstairs and clean up the rats, the rat problem that we're having. Okay. And doesn't really answer him. Just turns away and walks away. I rolled a one, which fits well, because to hell with him. I'm not going to do anything he says. Um, so instead, I'm going to try to influence somebody. Okay. Uh, so you're looking for another swab to talk to during the day. Who was Barefoot? Barefoot. Barefoot Sam's Toppin. He's actually up in the rigging, so you can't really talk. No, nope, I can't. He's going to be tiff. Uh, do you want to talk to Jonas J? <laughs> Can he talk? Is he, is he alive? Is he <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, here we go. I'll give you, again, a choice of a few that you can talk to for the day. Uh, you've got a guy named Crimson Cog Cogward. He is a human male, wears a blue Varesian scarf on his head. Uh, you see Shavika, who is a tall ebony woman. She has tattoos on her. And then you have uh, Tilly Brackett. Is that a female? Uh, you said... Crimson Cog Cardwell? Cogward, yes. Cog, okay. Describe him again. He is, uh, he's not a very tall, about a medium height man. He is human. He wears a blue Varesian scarf and uh, seems to hmm. really have enjoyed the fight last night. Okay. Have I noticed him at all? Is this the first time really picking up one? I mean, have I seen him as who he associates with? Those four bastards that we've been dealing with or other people? Oh, during the evening, he and Sam Toppin hang out together. They... They favor each other. Sam Toppin. Yep, that's Which, the rigor that we were talking about a minute ago. Okay. And he's haven't really done much with him either. But he didn't. He's not hanging out with those assholes. No. All right. That's my biggest concern. Um, I, something I've been forgetting to do. I guess I can. Do, I can do it once a week. The barroom tail spinner. It's that uh, trait I took. If I succeed, DC fifteen knowledge local. I'll know a story about a pirate, and I can tell. It gives me plus one tra- trait bonus. To influence NPCs on the Wormwood. Yes. It just, and it doesn't say a time limit. It just says, nope. period. Yep. So I guess for the week. Yep. Um, it, gonna, yeah, you roll it once a week. So. All right. I'm going to try it with this uh, Crimson guy. Okay. Right? <laughs> Actually, I have a story. <laughs> a 22. You know what? Okay. So I, I, I walk up to Crimson. What, what's Crimson doing? Or oh, he he's probably scrubbing the deck because that's my favorite job for swabs to have. So he is scrubbing the deck with a holy stone down on his hands and knees. Swabbing the poop deck. So hey, Crimson, did you uh, catch that fight last night? Ah, oh, yeah, it was awesome. That Adagoke can really fight. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Did you happen to bet on him? I, if you did, I'm sorry. Scourge is an asshole. I didn't have anything them. to really bet on, though. No. Oh. Well, that's a that's a shame. So you ever uh, you ever heard of the Dread Pirate Pick? Who? He's uh, he was a, a very famous pirate in a realm long forgotten. And he stopped scrubbing, and he's just kind of sitting on his haunches, looking at you like, "Go on." He was well known for being a quiet, quiet man, half orc actually. 
but what he didn't say, he made up with his fists. And there was a time that he pulled into his favorite port, and it had been overtaken by fire beasts, summoned by some over otherworldly power. And when he arrived, not being happy about his his port being burnt down, he challenged this djinn to a fight. The djinn who was up in the air and laughing at him, saying, I can burn you from the air, there's nothing you can do. And so decided to throw some fire at Pick. And when the fire hit, Pick just laughed at him and said, fire is my ally as well. And, and having been trained in the ways of the raven, he was also a master of ravens, and took to the air, remembering his instructor, Michael, son of Ty, and ended up pummeling the shit out of that gin, winning the day. That's a pretty good story. Thanks, I thought so. Where'd you hear that one from? Uh, I don't remember. It's been a long time since that happened. You know what? He really, really enjoyed that story. Uh, take a plus two on your diplomacy check to influence him in an upwards direction. Okay. That uh, was fun. Getting just, nicely done. Just diplomacy, I'm assuming, yeah? Yes. With the plus one from the trait? Yes. yes. All right. So plus three, diplomacy, da da A total of 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he just kind of looks at you and goes, yeah. Got any more stories? I do. I'll, I, I've written them down in my journal. I have to look those up. But I'll be sure to it. Be What's sure your name to... again? I'm Fane. Fane. I can't wait to hear the story from you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll let you know. I've lost track of where we were. Has anybody not done their ship action for the day? Everybody's covered? Yeah, I think, I think so. I think we're I think done. We're good. Yeah. Just yeah. before we get to the bloody hour, uh, you hear a scream. It sounds like a woman screaming. Uh, everybody kind of heads up to the deck. If you're below deck, you see one or two people head up when they hear the scream. And it is uh, Jack Scrimshaw from the Bilges. He screams almost the entire way up. So you hear, <laughs> as he gets up to the main deck. And he just goes up to Master Scourge and goes, Master, Master, Master Scourge, Master Scourge, Master Scourge. There is something huge downstairs in the Bilges. It just bit me. And he uh, pulls up a pants leg, and it's a large chunk of his calf was just uh, mauled. And it's uh, the flesh is just hanging in ribbons, and he's just like he's like trying to hold back tears, and he's screaming with pain, and he just looks at Master Scourge like, please, please do something. Master Scourge just kind of shrugs his shoulders and passes it off to Mister Plug. Mister Plug just looks up and goes, hmm, sounds like something we're gonna have to take care of. He just uh, he looks around. We're gonna have to send somebody down to the bilges, and he randomly picks five people. He looks at Sebastian, <laughs> Fane, John, Adigoke, and Kit. He's like, you five, head down to the bilges and take care of whatever's down there. Don't come back up until it's all dead. And we'll see you next week. Thank uh-huh. you, everybody. Uh-huh. Nice. Nice.